The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environment. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of the reinvent you podcast i'm your host tanya carter and thank you so much for joining me this week um before i get into today's topic i want to give a shout out to all the parents okay all the parents because you know school is um starting back up i know my daughter just started school um actually at the beginning of august so this has really been a um busy month of getting things together and just getting back into the swing of things because they have been out over a year since COVID and she is actually now physically at the school. And so just shout out to my parents, shout out to my teachers. Um, I just want to let you all know you guys are amazing. Um, teachers, when I tell you I have missed you, <laughs> okay, I my respect for teachers has always been there. But let me tell you, it has definitely went up, okay, when COVID hit. And so my teachers, my administrators, everybody who just plays a part in um, the success of, of, of our children, thank you. And you are definitely appreciated, okay? Um, today's topic um, is overcoming rejection, okay? Um, I actually talked about this a while back when I did a live But I wanted to bring this to the podcast because um, this is something that I hear a lot, um, feeling rejected from a relationship. I actually had someone reach out to me about feeling rejected from a relationship that ended over a decade ago, 11 years to be exact. And that's a long time being in an emotional space of feeling this way. And when somebody has been in something at to, to this extent, as far as the time frame, this is no longer a season of grief. Okay. It's no longer a season of grief. This has now become more of a cycle of suffering. Okay. Um, feeling rejected can often leave a person to question themselves. They ask themselves things like, well, why wasn't I enough? What's wrong with me? What could I have done differently? Or what does the other person have that I don't? And when you question yourself in this manner, um, you stay stuck, you stay confused, and even uncertain about yourself and even your life going forward. And so um, when it comes to rejection, rejection actually is really the number one fear amongst amongst many people. And because of that fear, um, many would do anything or they will avoid doing something due to the fear of rejection. And when it comes to the area um, of relationships, it can actually be one of the most hardest areas to manage and get through when you feel rejected. 
and and here's the truth about rejection okay um and, and this is just a truth this is just a truth rejection is not avoidable okay and what i mean by that is at some point in our lives we will all experience a level of rejection okay it is a normal reaction to have and it's definitely a normal emotion to feel and you know if we can also be honest we have done our own fair share of rejection to others, right? But when it's us or when we're the person who feels rejected, it just hits different. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to a relationship ending, chances are if you were the person who probably didn't want the relationship to be over, um, maybe you felt like you gave your all within a relationship with little in return, but um, a divorce or a breakup, or maybe you were the person who maybe never saw it coming, meaning that this caught you off guard, it, it caught you by surprise, then you might be the person who's having this feeling of rejection more than the other individual. So in other words, that feeling of rejection is more heightened from you because you, you know, because of maybe you not wanting the relationship to end, okay? And it also depends on some of the reasons on why the relationship ended. It could be infidelity. It could be leaving you for someone else. Um, doing all you can, believing that this will keep you all together. I mean, depending upon the reasons can always heighten up the rejection. And what happens is when this person decides to leave you, um, you start to question yourself. You start to ask yourself things such as why wasn't I enough? What did I do wrong? What could I have done to make them stay? What does the other person have that I don't? What's wrong with me? And what happens is these are questions that you keep on replay over and over again, only to keep you stuck in a mental loop, okay? And it ends up leaving you feeling sad, angry, hurt, um, very self-critical of yourself, um, feeling a level of shame or even embarrassment. And when you operate in a mental and emotional space of feeling rejected, you, you go on this very critical self-examination of yourself because now you want to figure out what did you do to cause them to leave and and one thing about self-examination it is a part of healing and self-examination can be very helpful when you move forward but if you do it to feel like a victim and to try to find and look for things that is wrong with you in order to just stay in this place of feeling rejected it really will keep you from moving forward you know what I'm saying and so when this lady reached out to me a while back, it, it made me realize that so many people are suffering in silence of feeling rejected. And, and, and the question is, how do I overcome feeling this way, right? How do I overcome from feeling rejected to starting a journey of reinvention? And so what I wanted to do today, I wanted to give you guys three things that is going to help you jumpstart this journey of overcoming reject, rejection, okay? And so the very first thing that you need to do to overcome rejection is that you do not need to make this personal, okay? And I'm gonna say it again. You don't need to make this personal, okay? Do not make this breakup about you. Do not believe that because they decided to end the relationship that you're at fault. Okay, and so let me break this down a little bit. When it comes to feeling rejected, self-blame becomes your friend. It's like you become a partner with self-blame. And self-blame is one of the most unhealthiest forms of abuse to yourself. 
It really is. Um, This is what happens when you start to self-blame. You actually start to place all your focus on these inadequacies about yourself, real or not real. Okay, and this keeps you stuck before you can even move forward with self-blame. It also comes with taking on responsibility that really isn't your responsibility to take. Right. So the responsibility becomes very unbalanced. You start to think that it's your fault that they don't want to be with you anymore. You say things like, well, well, maybe I should have done this or maybe I should have said this. Or maybe if I bargained on this, then they would have stayed. And, and let me tell you something about bargaining, because many will take this route to avoid the feeling of rejection. So when it comes to bargaining, you, you, you find yourself doing anything to avoid them leaving you. And when you bargain, it often can be mistaken as compromising, but it's not. OK. And so when you when you compromise, that's when you and your partner are balancing out each other's needs. And when you do things like that, it leads to a level of mutual understanding that results in a solution that you all agree upon. However, when you start to bargain or when you place when you believe that if you bargained more in the relationship, that means it's going to become very one sided uh, where you're getting very little in return. So in other words, when you bargain, you are purposely selling yourself short just to be in a relationship with them to avoid the rejection. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know that they may not want to be with you, but you believe by making yourself so available where it exhausts you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, or even financially, that this will prevent them from leaving you. You see what I'm saying? So that's when I, I had to say that about bargaining because people think that's compromising and they're not the same thing. Okay. Um, When you go into a place of self-blame, you actually start to take the ownership for the entire relationship ending, okay? And and what happens is when you take on a responsibility that is not yours to take, then you start to self-devalue you, okay? Because here's the thing when it comes to the relationship ending, and this is something that I teach my clients, and this is something I had to do for myself. Taking responsibility is necessary when a relationship ends, but not in a way that you think, Okay. Responsibility is different than blame. Okay. When I tell my clients to take responsibility, when I preach or teach about taking responsibility, responsibility is an opportunity for your self growth, right? It's actually being able to examine this experience from a different perspective. And it gives you a chance to acknowledge your part in the relationship without shame. Okay. That's the difference with responsibility. But when you go and when you operate from a place of blame, you view this as a place of shame. Okay, you see this as an attachment to you, believing that this defines who you are and you make this an authority over your value. That's the difference, because it's important to know this. When they decided to leave, they made this decision for them. So when I say don't take it personal, this is what I mean. It has more to do with them than you. Okay. It's more about where they are mentally with it. Okay. They made a decision based on their situation and what they felt like they needed to do for them. And I'm not here to judge whether or not if it's right or wrong, because that I'm not able to make that type of um, prediction. Right. And, you know, so we can't really go there 
And even though you may not get it, like you may not logically understand it, I would recommend that you don't attempt to. Because what happens is you're, you, you want to make this very logical for you. And it's really important to know that you cannot control another person's decisions, right? But you can control how you move on, okay? And I know that's a hard thing to accept. However, if we want to start transitioning and pivoting into another direction of overcoming rejection, we can't make it so personal that we're operating from a place of self-blame. Okay, so that's the very first um, thing that you need to do. The first thing you need to do is to not make this personal. The second thing that you need to do is that you need to change your perspective. Um, This is something that I talk about even in my class, even in my 12 week program. You have to change your perspective. Earlier, I mentioned that rejection is not avoidable in life because it isn't. However, when you're in those feelings of feeling rejected, you start to believe that no one else on this planet has felt rejection no more than you. Okay, and for some reason, we always believe that we're the only ones that's going through this stuff. And and in that moment, that is how how it feels, you know. But when you consciously understand that this is a part of life, then it gives us the ability to shift our perspective on this particular feeling. Now, if you've been following me. One thing that I am a huge advocate of is feeling your feelings. That is for real, right? Like I talk about this on my lives. Um, I I put this in my emails. If you've been listening to my podcast a lot, I talk about that here. And I go much deeper in my 12-week program. So when I mention that you must shift your perspective, I'm not telling you to ignore how you feel. I'm not telling you to mask how you feel or bury them or live behind them because your feelings tell you something, right? Feelings is just another way of communicating with you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. However, in the midst of you feeling your feelings, it doesn't mean that they're right. However, they may be real. Okay, so let me explain. We, we tend to make this feeling of rejection become a concrete belief. We make it a fixed belief. In other words, we make it an affirmation over ourselves, you know? So in other words, you view this as a feeling that can and will never go away. So in other words, it becomes your belief system, you know? And and when it becomes your belief system, you second guess yourself and you criticize yourself, which only makes moving on seem very impossible to do. And so what happens is changing your perspective doesn't become optional for you because of how you see this situation. You know, you you don't give yourself the ability to look at things differently, to start detaching yourself from that feeling of rejection, which results in not changing your perspective. Okay. Because I'm going to give you, you, you all the truth, your view on how you view rejection will determine how you recover. Okay, so even though the feeling may be real right now, this doesn't indicate that it's actually right. Okay, like you might you may feel rejected, but is that a core belief about you? Right. Is that a core belief about you? Are you so fixed on feeling rejected that you don't allow yourself to grow from this? 
Because when you change your perspective, you give yourself permission to move, right? You give yourself permission to overcome this current feeling. You don't view this as the end. You know what I mean? Like you see this more now as an opportunity to grow within. You cause yourself less suffering than what you need to. You you start to become hopeful and you become very um you become an optimist that your romantic life will be fruitful in the future because that's the difference between those who recover and those who stay feeling rejected. Okay? And so the question is what lens are you viewing this experience from? Because that is extremely important if we want to start transitioning out of feeling rejected. Okay, so that's the second one. The second one is learning how to change your perspective. Okay, the third one, um, the third thing that you need to do when you want to overcome rejection is you have to take the relationship for its true value and not its untrue value. Okay. Now I'm going to say that again. We have to take the relationship for its true value and not its untrue value. Okay. Um, In the second point, I mentioned that you need to change your view on how you view this experience. Right. However, it's also important to change the lens on seeing the true reflection of what this relationship really was. So in other words, what was really the foundation, okay? Because when rejection occurs, it's easy to perceive this relationship as something that it really wasn't or hasn't been in a very long time, only to disguise it as something that it isn't currently. So in other words, you're attempting to convince yourself that this relationship was fruitful the entire time. And the question was, was it really? Okay, now this isn't implying that the relationship was bad or all bad, you know, because as I always tell people, they're going to always be parts of a relationship that you admire. Okay, however, was the relationship really that solid? Were you all really that close? Was the relationship always striving for growth or was it stale? Were you all really deep with one another or were you extremely surface? Did you all tackle problems or did you overlook them? Were you really teammates or were you more so opponents? And the reason why this is important, because we can often fantasize something that really was never there. We can easily create an illusion of a relationship that never existed only to make that feeling of feeling rejection even worse. And sometimes we're making feeling rejected much harder off of a dynamic that probably never existed in the first place. So remember earlier, I think it was in point number one, I talked about bargaining in a relationship. Okay. So bargaining is when you give with little in return. It's more of a lopsided type of relationship, extremely one-sided where you will sacrifice things. And when I'm talking about sacrifice, I'm talking about your values, your dignity, your self-respect, and even your boundaries. And those things should never be sacrificed for the sake of having someone in your life. Because, but what I find is that when we don't want to feel rejected, we'll rather have that or we'll rather do that than to experience that feeling of rejection. And this is what happens a lot in, in, in unhealthy relationships. 
um, a, a person normally shows you more than they tell you. Right. So even if this person never said, I don't want to be in a relationship, maybe they didn't verbally say it that way or say it at all, but they may have actually showed you. Right. And that holds more weight. They may have showed you a lot earlier that they didn't really want to be present or maybe their presence never was there. However, when we come up with something that we want to believe, we, we think that, well, if only I do this or if only I do that or if I give up this and if I give up that, this person will stay and not leave. And what that results in, it, it only turns into you being exhausted from all the sacrifices that you did as well as the rejection that you feel right now. Okay. And so the question that I want you to ask yourself is, am I making the feeling of rejection even worse off of an untrue dynamic? Okay. And that's something that you have to really ask yourself because sometimes we can make rejection even worse based upon something that we have fantasized about that probably really wasn't true in the relationship or may haven't been for a very, very long time, okay? Now, I have a bonus one that I want to give. I do. I really want to have a bonus because I think this is overlooked a lot, and I think this is something that you really have to do on purpose, okay? So I'm going to give you guys a bonus one. And the bonus is, in order to overcome rejection, you must give yourself some real self-compassion, okay? You got to give yourself some self-compassion. As I mentioned earlier, rejection isn't avoidable, right? We're all going to experience rejection in our lives or at some point in our lives. However, this is something that I've really, really understood when it comes to rejection. You have those people who get through rejection, but you also have those who stay in it. And if you want to be one of those who get through it, you must develop a culture of having a high level of self-compassion for you and your life. And so in other words, you got to be kind to yourself. You have to be, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to be, and you have to be kind to your experiences. Okay. Because we can oftentimes be very self-critical of ourselves and we allow those thoughts to form a false narrative. And we play into that too often. We, we become our own worst critic and we don't practice any level of sensitivity and empathy towards our own challenges in life. And so you have to treat yourself like you would a good friend or probably even your child, right? Because self-compassion, when you give yourself that level of grace, um, it's not about placing judgment on yourself at that point, okay? It's redefining your experience, as a part of life and not who you are. It's not about overlooking anything that occurred. It's about accepting what is while looking forward and working toward to what it can be. Okay. Self-compassion is not about being selfish. It's about understanding that this is a healthy emotional need to give yourself so that you disconnect from that unhealthy feeling of rejection. It's about realizing that your thoughts may not always be in alignment with what's right, but realizing that you have the power to change any thought that doesn't show compassion over yourself. Okay. Self-compassion is about having an appreciation by focusing on what you have and who's in your life. 
And it's also giving yourself permission to have the feeling with no label. Okay. Because, you know, it's, it's interesting. And self-compassion is one of those things that we're taught to give other people, but we're not taught enough to give to ourselves. And it's interesting how we really want to be loved unconditionally, yet we fail to give that same kind of love to ourselves. You know, self-compassion is self-love. And, um, you know, loving yourself is so cliche. People tell you, you have to love yourself. And it, it is true. We say it, but do we live it? And a part of really giving, showing yourself some true love is giving yourself and showing yourself some real self-compassion. Okay. And so that's what I wanted to share with you all today. I wanted to share with you all some tips on to overcome rejection and also, um, I actually have a guide that is free and downloadable for you. This is a guide that gives seven tools. It provides seven tools that help starts the journey of overcoming rejection. Okay, the guide is to help you gain a better understanding of the drawbacks of feeling rejected. It helps you reframe what you think and feel about yourself. Um, it helps release you from a past experience to embrace a new chapter of your life and to take actionable steps that will move you towards an intentional and meaningful life. Okay. And so if you would like to get a copy of this guide, the link is in the show notes. Okay. For you to, um, sign up and to get the guide. It's a good guide. Um, I created it myself. I went through it. Um, because I hear this a lot. I feel rejected and rejection is a real feeling. There's no doubt. However, what we don't want to do, we don't want to cling to that feeling. We don't want to spend months and years or decades in this space, hoping that one day it's just going to go away on its own with no intentional plan of getting through it. Because honestly, that just truly doesn't work. If anything, it becomes the opposite, right? Because you become so attached to the feeling that you make it a part of your identity. And please, I just, and, and, and you don't want to do that to yourself. Okay. It's really important for you to set yourself free. All right. So Please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Instagram and Facebook is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M-S-T-O-N-Y-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. And also, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast episode will drop. And also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been a blessing to you on your journey, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. I definitely would appreciate it. And last but definitely not least, please make sure that you share this information. Okay, we share everything else. And if you know that this podcast can benefit someone that you know personally, just send it over to them and say, hey, you know what? I heard this podcast and um, I heard this episode and I think it would be very beneficial to you. Okay. Because this is what we want to do. This is how we grow. This is how we build. And this is how we thrive. Okay. So thank you all so much for joining and tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next time. (laughs) 